Do you have any ideas, Potentia? You're the magical expert here. I don't exactly change the shape of things. It's not really my specialty. Well, I suppose we're here now, so <laughs> I, I really quite strongly think we need to find our way back up to the mm-hmm. the table with the, the rest of the alchemy kit. She looks up at, at Potentia and goes, Hey, what's wrong? I'll tell you what's wrong with me then. I saw somebody die the other day and it sucked and I don't know what to do with that and I'm not okay. You're getting closer and closer to the underside of this coffee table. And now we continue. So you are currently at the bottom of the uh, coffee table, the base of this very strange cliff with the, the, the wooden legs stretching up a hundred, well, what looks like a hundred feet up to the, uh, the surface of the coffee table above you. Um, you're much smaller now, so the wood mm. grain is... Uh, of a size that you could like scamper up if you needed to with some some climbing checks and athletics checks. Harold mm-hmm. is not exactly great with those athletics checks, if I recall, having never succeeded a climb check by himself. Um, the sphere that seems to contain um, plants and water inside of it that's covered in in boss so you couldn't quite see when you shrunk that uh, hit the carpet and rolled against the coffee table it is currently at an angle where the cork stopper is kind of partly against one of these table legs Uh, cork now at a scale that is probably easier to climb up than a vertical uh, coffee table leg but you've also got magic um, so I, I think I'll let you decide what you're going to do here. Um, take okay. it away. So Meredith kind of turns to Harold and goes, Hey, uh, next time you're buying furniture, could you just make sure it's a little bit easier for us to climb when we shrink down to the size of your rug? That'd be great. Thanks. Well, if I remember, <laughs> I'm sure I could possibly keep that in mind. Uh, nah, it's all good. Hey, um... What are we going to do? I feel like I've got 50 feet of rope and I'm not bad with climbing. So I feel like I could probably give it a go and then maybe like tie a couple of our ropes together and chuck them down. Well, the problem is that I don't think we have 50 feet of rope anymore. We have. Oh, yeah, you know, that's a very good point. Hang on, Ben. Isn't that 100 feet no, of rope equivalent? 100, is that 100 feet? Yeah, that 100, 100 feet. So, yeah, it's, so it's, it's, it's still going to yes. be okay. We still yeah, have still be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the equivalent of, of you, you have a You have, a, you have 50 you have feet of, of shrunken rope with you. Assuming right. you have it with you. 
now that we're in the the micro scale. Yes. Mm. Right. I should clarify, we aren't in the micro scale from a science point of view. <laughs> that is way smaller. Yeah, that's mm. that's heaps smaller. So, we hang on. If we shrunk down to the size of about a centimetre tall... Yes. Technically, also, um, Meredith is half a centimetre tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very true. I am very small. Um, so if we shrunk down to about half a centimetre tall, is that short enough to be able to see, like, fine details in the wood? Like, you know how you see, you know, those photos of um, hair in electroscanning microscopes? Yeah. Um, where um, you've got, like... From a nanotechnology standpoint. Yes, please. Uh, go, that's nanotechnologist. Um, nanotechnician. Um, but that's the... Um, my bad. The, I, 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 would, I would say it depends on what you mean because... Yeah, right. If you're talking about, like, could I see little chunks that have been taken out of wood surface? I mean, I can see that with the naked eye now. I don't yeah. need nanoscale to do that. Yeah. Uh, if you're talking about could I see something at an atomic level, I mean, if I'm... Say Kate the human is, for argument's sake, two metres tall. I'm not, but say for argument's sake that I am. Um, That would put me, say, at this scale as two centimetres tall, just from a scaling perspective. Mm -hmm. Right now, I can see stuff that is times 10 to the, like, in terms of scale. uh, Millimetres are times 10 to the negative three of what I am now. So... I could see something in the scale of 10 nanometers with the naked eye at that scale. Right. And a micron and like, so you're talking about scales that you could probably see at for sure. You could see atomically almost. Yeah. Well, you can't because of the resolution of photons. But, but yeah, um, sorry, by, by which I mean like from a, let's, let's go with, we're going to slightly break how light works to do that. Um, yeah. You can see you what can you see can see through a microscope. Objects, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You just yeah. the microscope increases resolution. Yes, but the, the result everything's going to be fuzzy as heck because yeah. that's how photons work. But in terms of like how big the things are that you could be looking at, mm-hmm. you could be looking at things in another scale for sure. Also, I, I remind you that uh, looking into the distance, that classic heat haze looking into the distance, things get fuzzy. That happens still but at a scale now where like is that a couch is that a mountain it's hard to tell <laughs> yeah, yeah fair that's so answer, so answer, answer your hard. question joe sort of but yes sort of but okay, yeah cool. the, the, ross as ross raises the issue is f- photon size um more yeah, than anything. But and I your can eye fit. and your eyeball size yeah because your eyeball plus photon equals the problem yeah but basically what we're saying is that i am small enough for my feet to be able to fit into like little cracks and crannies yeah. in the wood right like kind of like um yeah. bouldering handholds and stuff yeah. like that yes okay cool yes. right actually that's a good point kate because of how photons work everything would probably appear brighter because they're like more photons hitting your your that's not like, more but not, not more but like a larger area of your retinas are being hit by those photons. Per photon. Per photon. Ooh. Per photon. I guess so. Uh, I, uh, y- yes, but your your iris is going to shrink to heck to try and prevent that from happening because blowout is bad. Very true. Okay. So daylight could be tricky. Daylight if you're outside. Is, yeah. All right. Well, actually, so strictly speaking, things would be duller but sharper yeah, because like, fewer photons actually would be hitting your retina 
you know, like a camera, you know, that when you shrink a sensor, the less light gets in, yeah. but you, you, it gets sh sharper because the... See, this is what this is what other like anyway. shrinking movies don't get to. They don't I get know. any of this. This is what they, <laughs> yeah. they Matters, completely guys. ignore. <laughs> this turns into an episode of of us not playing and just talking about how do eyeballs work. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I, th I think the core things for the audience to take away are your iris would be freaking tiny. Mm -hmm. So, and by the nature of that, your body is stopping more light from going into your eye. Mm -hmm. right? But also, if we're t if we're smaller then that aperture is smaller anyway, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but but important because of size of photons as, well, as much as it is in terms yeah, of that's for... Um, and then what Russ is saying is, imagine that you're walking around with a camera shutter all the time. Right. Okay. <laughs> so it's that flash, fla like the, the, the sharpness that you get from a flash photograph right. as opposed to the sharpness that you get from a not flash photograph. Wow, that was a sentence... The, the difference between using the flash on your camera on your phone and not mm -hmm. is a way that I would look at it because you're looking at right. how how clear is mm -hmm. the image and if we want to take it to the point of like the pixels of your camera of your phone like that's what we're looking that's that's the difference that right okay um but you know could but could you in theory go bouldering on a table that's been bashed up because it's in a student dorm yeah sure yeah, I mean, this is like an older table that Harold's mother gave to him, so yeah. it's it's some, not somewhere. not brand new and and it's not my it's not, it's not it's not pretentious table. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, to answer your question, you can go bouldering, mountain climbing up this table, like if you wanted okay, cool. to. That uh, it is going to be a challenge. Yeah. So I mean, I'm going to use my and acrobatics because I've got plus four acrobatics, and I and Meredith is like, I'm feeling pretty nimble. Do you want me to like, I can take some rope up to a one, you know, there's a ledge up there. Maybe I can climb up and then throw the rope down and let you guys up. A ledge being like a nick in the table leg. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you say before it was like a nice kind of scrolly sort of table, like the legs kind of do this sort of scrolly thing. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So there's like. About halfway up, there'd be like a nice sort of ledge for us to all take a rest on. Yeah. What do we think? I mean, I, I'm wondering if we can sort of just, uh, okay, so does an adventuring pack also, like, as well as rope, surely you have like pitons and stuff, right? I like, believe, like, is, it a dungeon, is it a dungeoneering pack that has Dungeoneering pitons? packs has pitons. Yeah, adventuring yeah pack I definitely might not have don't pitons. have those. And I also don't know if you would like have that pack always like you were in your home you weren't expecting necessarily to be like adventuring although Meredith seems to always have her bag with her full of stuff oh yeah yeah. Meredith. do you know who doesn't have her 50 foot of heaven rope with her because it's not in her backpack but like I feel like I feel like Meredith when she came in she probably would have stuck like put her pack down at the front door mm. like I'm not sure that she would and have this it is the on question. Her. this is where the question yeah. comes to Ben of like what counts as being on us because I would have my backpack. I wouldn't have had it on my back. Yeah. Because I sat down in a in a flop in mm. a flop. I think you. I think you would have mm. sat down with like your bag next to you. I would have. Yeah, for sure. And so, I'm willing. Like anything that, that would have been within arm's reach as you shrunk. I'm happy right, to like have that with you. You could you could try like uh, crafting some rope from the fibers of this this rug. That's true. Any of like, if you just like 
twist it like adventure like survivor style i think crafting a rope would just take a long it time it really will i think i'm probably going to try and climb it before i try cra- crafting a rope okay um, um ben, yes how big is an object that can fit in my hand the reason i'm asking is because i can make non-magical trinkets like for mm-hmm. example a bunch of rope um or mm-hmm. preferably a bunch of thread given how small we are mm-hmm. um thread would fit in my hand I don't know how long that would be. Like in 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 the normal scale, how much rope could you make that would fit into your hand? Just how much mass did you anticipate would be in this episode, Ben? <laughs> ben forgot the fact that he shrunk everything and therefore now has to make <laughs> us do maths. Um, see, what it says is no larger than three feet. So you can use your action to conjure up an inanimate object. It doesn't actually say in your hand. It says no larger than three feet on a side and no more than 10 pounds. So I can ah. create 10 pounds of rope. Great. Okay. Yes. Ah. That's more that's, clear. Yeah, yeah, that's clear. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I, I can create 10 pounds of rope. I will work out how much that is while you guys sort out. Yes. She's going to shut uh, up for a bit. You probably don't have to. Uh, 50 feet of hemp and rope is 10 pounds. There we go. <laughs> there we go. I can magically make myself my rope that I didn't bring with me. Perfect. Okay, there we go. <laughs> After all of that... Shut up, it's fine. We've worked, we fixed it. <laughs> yep. You have 50... Bonus uh, feet of, of, of hemp and rope. Yeah, 50 feet of rope um, at will. Great. Nice. So that's important uh, for, like, later. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Hour, like. Also, I think it only lasts an hour. So, like... Uh, it does, but I can redo it after an hour. It's not... Yeah. Just make sure no, but like, I was, like I was, hanging on. I was thinking that, like, if for the future, if you had to use this rope to tie anything to anything else... Oh, yeah. And then, like, like that rope only lasts an hour. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is what I refer to... At, or when I use the feature again, which is the better part, because it basically means disappearing evidence. <laughs> um, <laughs> which... I definitely didn't think of a backstory thing that she did as a child to her sibling. It's fine. It's fine. Wow. Conjuration wizard assassin. What knife? Uh, what rope? Oh, wait. Can, it, can you make a weapon? I don't think you can make uh, a weapon. You, so you, it, if it takes or deals any damage. Depends on how fast uh, that damage happens, though. Well, this took a turn. This took a turn. I mean, if you took... If you, if you <laughs> took levels in Rogue, um, you know, a good sneak attack would... Yeah do most people in the world yeah. then, you know yeah yeah with that you get, single you, use you get like one attack it's a, it's a single use knife oh yeah I, oh, I, I would just like to um, I Joe and House would like to distance myself from these remarks I I Kato <laughs> Sullivan have thought about this from an academic standpoint not from a literal real world standpoint <laughs> yeah okay it also helps that I'm surrounded by medical people in my real life so <laughs> So Same you t- have 50 feet of I rope. I theoretically do, yes. Potentially, you can conjure 50 feet of rope. Hooray! Has everyone Hooray. sorted out their inventory now? Yeah, <laughs> I think I've left everything that wasn't, like, strapped to me in my backpack at the door. Okay. And I do feel like Harold wouldn't have an adventuring bag on his person in his no, house. No, I don't think so. Realistically, I just don't... Yeah. All right, so... Now that we know what we have. Meredith. What is Meredith going to say to try and get this me to make this 50 feet of Um, Okay, maybe maybe she's going to look up at it and just be like, oh, well, I'm pretty sure I can climb that, but... And then she just kind of looks up at the at um, Harold and kind of, you know, raises her eyebrows at him <laughs> and goes, 
man, I really wish I had some rope right now. Maybe I could, like, tie it to the top and throw it down for everyone? Yes, I mean, I, I sort of could probably do a similar thing, you know. Um, the spider uh, shape worked pretty well last time. Oh, my time, goodness, and, yes. You know, spiders are very adept at climbing, so... Uh, I, I could personally probably make pretty light work of getting up to the top. It's, of course, trying to get everybody else up there as well. Yeah. I mean, I think that just leaves you, potentially. Do you have any tricks up your sleeve? And Nora. And Nora. Yes, Nora's, Nora's here. here. And Nora's That's right. Here. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Nora's totes here as well. Yes. Yep. I guess that just leaves you guys. And Nora is an, is an assistant librarian. Yeah. Uh, who you don't necessarily know what her ability scores are. No. Um, but she is not the most athletic I person. She's fit. She's fit, know a but she's bit not the most. More about person. what she's like based on spending time with her. Um, can I ask Ben? You know the scroll work on this table leg that we're talking about. How far away is it? How far up is it? In, in which scale are we talking? In, in, in like for the purposes, Y or Z. In for the purposes of my magically abil- uh, magical ability to get myself from one place to another. Uh, I see. To get up to the, the ledge that Meredith mm-hmm. was talking about. Uh, let's place the ledge about half, uh, let's call it a third of the way up. So at like 30 small feet. Um, right. I will conjure the 50 foot of not hempen rope, but like fancy rope because, but like structurally, functionally the same Mm -hmm. as hempen rope, but fancy. You can have silk rope. Could have silk rope. I don't feel like I want silk rope right now. Silk rope's super slippery. What I want is something that's like nice rope. Because okay. potentia is bougie. Yes. Okay. You conjure this 50 foot of nice rope. It's like, I want like climber's rope. It's basically what I want. Yeah. yeah? 50, 50 feet of, 50 small feet of climber's 50 rope. 50 to scale feet of climber's yeah. rope. Uh, and I'm just going to toss it at Merida. With no. Yep. But Meredith's going to be like, amazing. Um, and then I'm going to go and try and climb. It'll only last an hour, but it's better than nothing. Oh, that's plenty of time. All right. Give me a athletics or an acrobatics. I also assume hey. that time hasn't changed by scale, given we're changing the scale of no, everything no. else. Yeah. <laughs> that's 15 for acrobatics. Uh, that is the check that I set. So there Woo-hoo! you go. Made it to beat it. You manage to scamper your way up the the table leg and you get 30 feet up to that ledge you spotted. Um, what do you do? Uh, so she's going to go, I'm going to go and tie that off. Okay. Dexterity check um, or not tying yeah, check? Yeah. Give me, there used to be a huge rope yeah. check, but that's, that's an old thing. Um, I think sleight of hand is the check. Okay. Here we go. Oh, that's a one, but I get to re-roll because I'm lucky. Mm. Uh, it's not much better. That's a nine. Sorry, guys. Okay. So you tie the rope uh, to the table leg and toss it down to them. Yeah. So there you go. Coming up. 
that'll decrease the DC to make it easier to mm-hmm. climb. Uh, Nora looks at the two of you and says, uh, okay, well, I, I'll go first. I'm going to roll for Nora. Oh. I just realised I'm about to ruin Ben's day, but it's fine, potentially. Uh, she Using the rope, she manages to ascend up to where you are, Meredith. Okay, so I'm going to grab her by the arm and like try and help her up onto the ledge. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice Ooh. job. Thanks. Hey, oh, the rope really helped. Amazing. Looking at the score, I don't know if I would have made it without it. Yeah, it's a bit high, isn't it? Hey, um, I'm just going to double check that rope before Potentia comes up. Is that well, metagaming okay. a little bit? You can't. Yeah, it's metagaming. I mean, technically, I maybe should have rolled it secretly, but... Hey folks, Ross here. Thank you so much for listening to this latest episode of Dungeons and Doctorates. If you enjoy the show, why not recommend the podcast to a friend? It really helps us grow our audience. If you have questions for our cast about the show or a submission for a mid-show message, head over to dndoctorates.com. That's dndoctorates.com. You can also help support the show by checking out our sweet merch over at merch.dndoctorates.com. And now, back to the action just gonna straight climb that i'm gonna pull on it first check that i'm not gonna fall on my way down the bleeding rope uh give me a strength check <laughs> how hard you pull the rope oh okay <laughs> it's like a strength of a wizard i don't do straight things yeah yeah how, how well are you testing this rope you can't, you can't dexterity. You're right. The, the I can't. The rope. I got an eight. <laughs> Seems fine. <laughs> Don't like that at all. Um, this can only go well. This can only go well. Um, well, I don't know any better. So I am going to climb, attempt to climb this rope. It's only 30 feet. It's not so bad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Also have methods. Athletics or acrobatics. Well, given we know how strong she is, um, <laughs> that is maths. Thirteen plus. What did you say? Acrobatics. Thirteen plus yep. three. So sixteen. Okay, you're making your way up this up this uh, surface using the rope to assist you, and about. Halfway up, you feel the rope slip. Okay. Um. But you have a firm grasp on the wall, and despite the rope coming loose, you manage to climb up without uh, too much trouble. The rope is now... Uh, Meredith, give me a dexterity saving throw. If the rope is going to fall, Ben, I am going to conjure mm-hmm. a new rope immediately in my hand because I can do okay. that. So um, if that's gonna go, if I it's mean, gonna fall, yeah. narrate as yeah. though it's, that so I like. That's I just want yeah. you to know this. So are. the the rope will will fall. Meredith doesn't catch it, but as you get to the top, potentially you can just conjure a new. Meredith rope. is yeah. like staring at her wide eyed. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Just ha- she just hands you the the rope wordlessly. So I've just kind of slung that across my body like a seatbelt. All right. So Meredith, does that mean that you're? Yeah, I'm next- going up again. All right. Um, well, athletics or acrobatics to climb the next, uh, we'll call it 30 feet. Oh, that's better. 22. Rolled an 18, 18 plus four. You climb up the next 30 mm-hmm. feet. 
I scamper. You scamper up the next 30 feet, managing to find another uh, Nick in Harold's t- uh, table yep. leg. All right, sleight of hand is plus four. All right. Um, looks good. I mean, it's hard to tell, but All looks right, fine. I give like a little experimental tug on the rope and then I chuck it down and go, all right, coming up. Uh, Nora looks at you, Potentia. This one's me. Uh, again, it looks like your rope assistant, Meredith, has enabled Nora to climb up the, to where you are. Uh, she gets up to the ledge. <sighs> this is a uh, hard yeah, work. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I'm about to do something I should have done before that I just realised I can do. <laughs> cool, Ben. Um, sorry. <clears throat> um, I, I, I'm not climbing the rope. Are they, are they 30 feet? Yeah, yeah. They're 30 feet? Cool. Um, I assume that there is a an unoccupied space I can see that's next to them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my benign transposition feet to yeet myself 30 feet without having to do it. <laughs> Ah, there we go. <laughs> How confident are you that as you appear 30 feet unsighted that you are going to be able to grab a handhold? No, she can see the... An unoccupied the space, I can see. I can see the space. That's why yeah, I Yeah, but what I mean is you get to that space, but you are immediately going to fall unless you can instantly grab onto a vertical Ross, surface. why would you say that? Why what? would <laughs> you say that? That's, an, that's actually, Ross, that's an excellent point. Uh, what the I will heck? get you to make a dexterity saving throw. <sighs> you, you can see where you're teleporting yes. to. You're but benign transporting well, to. But it's it's a ledge, so maintaining balance when you get there is just going to make sure. It's, it's going to be a low check. I'm only going to set it at, uh, let's say, we'll make this an easy check, 10. Ross, the player who's playing against the team. <laughs> Do you want me to fall? <laughs> well, I was just imagining in my head just appearing at a, you know, like a cliff face and then not having had any, like, literally having had no planning. Like, I've done but a lot of bouldering. Like, if I just appeared on a surface. I got you. He's missing the point. Mer- Meredith and, and Nora are there. And I have a trick. It's fine. Cool. Um, I got a 12 plus 3. So, okay, so you get through the, the ledge. She's fine. Still. The general point is the player feels a little like they're playing against the party. <laughs> um, what I would like to do once I've done that is basically do the same thing and reconjure rope because I, I just have this like thing about making mm-hmm. sure that that rope is fine. Yeah. Okay. And then if you will allow me to do so... I'm basic. I'm doing all of this wordlessly. It is just pop, like yeah, like we Nora and Meredith, like <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, what I would like to do is please. Um, so that feature that I just used for reference for the audience, um, I can use my action to teleport up to thirty feet to an unoccupied space that I can see, or can choose to swap places with a small or medium willing creature within range. Once I use this feature, I can't use it again until I finish a long rest or I cast a conjuration spell of first level or higher. So, I have a question. (laughs) And my Mm -hmm. question is, does an unseen servant count as a... uh, An ally? A small or medium willing creature. 
is an unseen servant, a creature. So their class is uh, a medium force, and this is the thing. It, it, I, I don't, I don't know how uh, you want to, like, how you in this world want to manage unseen servant because they I are weird. I think unseen servant is a spell effect, not a creature. Oh, but we have give, you give it instructions. I can give it instructions. That's the, so. This is kind of why I'm like I. This hmm. I I fully acknowledge, audience, that Ben is about to make a homebrew decision about this, like a house rule about this, because different people will use it in different ways, and that's entirely up to him. Here's my here's my question: When you cast the spell yes. in the description of the spell, yes. does it say you create a creature? No. What it says explicitly is yeah. An invisible, mindless, shapeless medium force that performs simple tasks at your command. The reason I'm asking essentially, mm-hmm. though, is is actually, to, it, it, it's more about, it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to conjure an Unseen Servant anyway, because what that will do, because it's a conjuration spell of first level or higher, is like, so I don't... That refreshes, so it refreshes benign my benign transmission, and I have an instruction that I'm going to get it to do um but that's yeah. fine okay. but what i what i'm uh, the reason i'm asking is essentially because can i then do a benign transposition and swap places with mm. the unseen seven if not that's okay i'm asking yeah. for yeah. for like separate reasons i am gonna say no cool. it is that's a mindless like, magical like yeah, force fine. that you create i think so you, you like if if you had your familiar you could swap with your familiar because you're yes. summoning a cre- you're creating but a creature. I don't. Yeah, right. That's a funny one. I actually didn't realize that um that it's not a unseen servants creature. Weren't creatures. They're not creatures. Yeah. Well, that's well that's cuz a lot of a lot of um DMs will homebrew that they are effectively creatures and that's fine. It's why I'm asking the question of Ben because that way I know mm. what I'm doing or not. But I suppose it makes sense that they're not. I mean a mage hand isn't really a creature, is no. it? And they're a you know. So, in which case, Ben, what I would like to do um, is this: I can conjure an mm-hmm. unseen servant uh, up on the next logical ledge, which would be between. So, so the next. Yes. You are currently forty feet from the top of the table. That's the next bit of climbing is going to be particularly difficult because you need to go out and up. That's fine. So there's going to be a bit of like, uh, for, Mer- for Meredith, if she was yeah. climbing, there would be a bit of like having to be upside down temporarily oh. to get so the, this, overhang so the, uh, the overhang part. So this is why, this is actually why 40 feet away from me, I would like to conjure said unseen servant and have them tie off the rope using no more than 10 feet off the rope because that's mm-hmm. the distance that we have. Get them to um, tie that off so that Meredith yeah. doesn't have to climb without the rope and therefore has the ability to use the rope to get that last 40 feet. Is it You can conjure the Unseen Servant up to X distance away. Up to 60 away, feet right? away from me. So, yeah, the Unseen Servant could get, get to the top there. of the table. They could take the rope. But the thing is, they would have to climb with the rope because if you drop rope from an overhang, it's actually going to go straight yeah. down and not be accessible to anyone. Unless we jump. Uh, climbing. So are they able to climb with the rope? That's up to Ben. Down? Because that would be the most hmm. helpful thing, they, I think, they can, if they could do they, that. That's up to Ben. I think that that's a simple task a servant could do, but that's entirely up to Ben. Yeah. Um, it is an unseen... Force. Is a force. force. It's I a have, force. I, yeah. Meredith has mage um, hand. She could pull it in. 
I have mage hand. I can pull it in. But like, uh, I'm just thinking about like, can can it fly? It's not flying. Yeah, it's being conjured forty feet away, and then climbing down. Those two things are different. <laughs> you let me be a conjuration wizard. You're letting me poof things into existence, Ben. And I am taking advantage I feel like of it, it today. It's a simple task, right? Like climbing is a. It's not like it says, it's not like a task that needs a lot of brain. Like it doesn't need consciousness. It says I once suppose. give once you give the command, the servant performs the task to the best of its ability until it completes the task. Because the fun part, Ben, and this is the part that I it's is awful, and I bet it's going to make the edit. But here we are. If the unseen servant falls, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, we've, we've established it isn't a creature. But also, yeah. potentially in this moment, does not care. That is why she's getting the servant to do it, not... Because this is a prime example of where she, unseen servant is the kind of thing that she would use. Because she's not going to risk Meredith yeah. for this last 40 feet. Yeah. But, um, hmm... Hmm. Okay, so in in previous editions of D and D, an unseen servant was like a butler, yeah. basically, like an un, like an invisible butler that it could do everything a human could do. Humans can't fly, so the, it can't flying. fly. But can it? It can, it can climb. climb. Yeah. Um, I would suggest Ben that she has used her serv- her unseen servant on her travels to carry her stuff in lots of random situations that may or may not have included climbing where she has needed her hands free and it has carried stuff for her up whilst climbing. Yes. I don't think that it could, like, walk upside down across the surface, but it could definitely climb. You wouldn't see it climbing because it's an unseen... You see the end of the rope, though. Thing. <laughs> yeah, you can see the end of the rope. All right, I'm going to say that it could do anything a human could do and therefore it could climb and tie and do Perfect. all those things that you needed to. So, nice. to make this a nice, clean, like, thing I want it to do, um, Potential, when she gets to that ledge, is going to look up, look at Meredith, look at Nora, look up, and just flick her wrist and conjure... Un- so, cast Unseen Servant, mm-hmm. so that yep. it is just, like, above the lip, uh, and have it... Yep. and. Uh, uh, actually, wait. Wait. I think you need to have it with you so you can hand it the rope to then go out and tie it. Yes, I will need it to do the climb check. Gross. That's okay. Wait, why does it need to do a check? Because it's it like, doesn't have a, the rope. Force. Because the rope I can only conjure 30 feet away and I can conjure the Unseen Servant 40 feet away. How long does the Unseen Servant last for? Uh, Until it takes damage. <laughs> for the purposes of this discussion, until it takes damage. So could you not conjure the unseen servant in place, conjure your rope, have it climb up, tie it, and just have it climb back? It will take time, but... Yeah. I'll do that, basically. Essentially what I want the unseen servant to do, and it's a little bit depending on how you want to do this, Ben. Yeah, so, like, the 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 rules are very the rules are very vague it's yeah. just, it just says it moves mm. um like there's nothing in the like for example if it, if we're talking about can the unseen servant swim it can swim because nothing in the rule says it can't or it can't swim because nothing in the rule says it can right mm. so it depends on like what we're going to pick and i think we'll have it it can do anything a human could do without medical assistance mm-hmm. and such so it can climb it can swim 
Okay, in which case I will get it to, I will conjure it 40 feet away. I will yes. get it to climb down 10 feet and then con- and conjure the rope to it, if that makes sense. So it only has to go 10 feet of climbing. Mm-hmm. Get it to climb back up, tie off the rope up the top, mm-hmm. and then um, climb the rope the full distance back down. Okay. So, yeah, Meredith is watching this whole thing going, that's weird. Yes. It's going to t- it's going to take a long time to do it. My, by my rights, it should take precisely 24 seconds. I'm going to say it takes longer because the checks it would need to do are going to be above, like, an average human, so it's going to take a long time to carefully climb its way up and around and do these things. It's going to take, we'll say, three times as long. So, so not that half. long. Okay, I can live with that. Yeah. But, like, it's, it's not going to be, like, zip its way up. It's going to carefully and meticulously move its way um which would look very strange as the rope like floats out uh also you didn't you just you do this and the rope goes out and uh, i said it climbs back down to us yes but i'm thinking about nora and meredith like standing next to you watch this rope float out yep so meredith is gonna like stand there and like watch what's happening and then you can kind of hear her brain ticking over and like she kind of looks at nora and goes we get into some weird situations sometimes, right? Yeah, I think this is uh, one of the weirdest y- ones. For yeah, me. I, I, it's definitely top yeah. three. Yeah, like we got attacked by a ghost. <laughs> That's not even in my top three. No, attacked by a ghost. Yeah, That's like a monthly occurrence for me. Right. She, you can kind of just see her, like, her brain like ticking over and she's having a bit of an existential crisis <laughs> watching this rope like disappear. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> so about a minute and a half later, the, the end of the rope comes back to you, uh, carried by your unseen servant. I'm going to take the rope and just hand it wordlessly to Nora. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh... She looks down the 60 feet to the ground. Hey, Nora, it's all good. I've got Featherfall, so you can um, just shout at me if you start to fall, okay? That's very helpful. Uh, ideally, I would not like to fall I mean, yeah, definitely try and avoid it because you'll have to just climb up all over again. But, like, I've got you. Uh, I, have, I have an idea. Um... So what she's what she will do is she will take the rope and loop it through her belt so that if she were to fall the belt would take some of that weight but I guess I need one of or both and whatever that is as well she like gestures to where the unseen servant would have been surely she's experienced unseen servant before yeah but maybe okay. just it's a weird situation uh, to hold on to that because I, it's presumably tied up on there. But if I fall, I need I need to make sure that you know this end is tied off, and it doesn't look like there's enough rope to do that. Um, I'm just uh, potentially just going to click her fingers and the to get the unseen servant to just hold, hold. Okay. All right. So. 
this was a hard DC <laughs> to climb up there. You have made it easier. Woohoo! It's still a moderate challenge for sure. Uh, all right, Nora. You've only just been able to succeed because of this rope previously. Does your luck hold out? Hey there, listeners. This is your friendly Dungeons and Doctorates DM. Ben, here to remind you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and to use the hashtag DNDoctorates when you talk about the show. If you do, I might see it and use your name as the inspiration for a future NPC. Plus, I love interacting with people on Twitter. Uh, I'm always, I'm always on Twitter talking about the show and other nerdy things and so if you want to get into the brain of the person running all of these campaigns join me on twitter and join ross and kate and joe because we are always on twitter posting stuff and we love hearing from the audience we aren't some people up on a pedestal please this is me waving to you you can't see me come join us on twitter and talk with us on instagram and facebook we see all the posts that you make all the comments that you make and every time you tell us about how much you're enjoying the show or that you love some character or or something that one of the characters did really really struck a chord with you we love that and we'd love seeing that so please reach out to us on any social media things and just tell us you like the show it'll make our day we have a special message to be read out on the show this one's being read out by potential this is a message from rachel for kate and ellen to my trusty team fishbag you both help ground me and allow me to be an intelligent and appreciated woman just as you two are too I love you both, and thank you for being your awesome, nerdy selves. Well, they sound like a wonderful little group, even if they are called Team Fishbag. Thanks, Potentia. Always good to have you in these mid-show messages. And if you would like a mid-show message read out by one of the characters in the show or one of the cast members, fill out the, the very short Google form. Doesn't cost anything. And you can have one of us deliver a message for you. We're usually very, very quick on our turnarounds. So maybe you might get one in just before Christmas. That'd be a pretty cool gift for somebody. The next episode for the show is coming out the 23rd of December. We're almost at the end of the year. That's that's pretty crazy, uh, honestly. But here we are. We're probably going to be taking a break for just a week, probably after this arc finishes. I think that works out nicely, which should be at the end of the year, just to give us a break from editing, to let us spend time with family, those kinds of things. But we will let you know as soon as we know when that break is going to be and when we will be back so you don't feel like you are missing out. And we will have a special kobold caper episode coming out that's right we got back together with our our lovely kobolds and pulled a heist so you can look forward to that coming out very soon anyway i'm not going to hold us up any longer let's get back to this episode right now okay nora gets probably like 20 feet (gasps) up and away from you before her handhold slips, like a chunk of, like a splinter of wood comes off. All right, I'm going to cast Featherfall straight away. 
Well, she drops and the Unseen Servant holds on the end. So she is now like suspended by her belt. Okay. So she's not falling, but she is uh, temporarily suspended. And I'm going to roll a very high percentage chance for this belt, just in case. Okay. The belt holds. The belt loop holds. I'm okay. I'm okay. You're good? Uh, You're right? Um, she grabs back onto the wood and another another splinter falls and she again goes back. Uh, and I'm going to roll for this belt loop again. Whew, okay. It's never designed to hold this much, like all the weight all at once. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And she manages to get up and around onto the top. I'm good. You just hear. You can't see her now, but okay. I'm, I, I made it. Woo! You all right? Take a breather. I'm fine. Good job. Who's next? That'd be me. All right. Make your. Although athletics. I'm wondering if um, if potentially should go first. It's, you. it's me. It's you. Um. Now I should point out you cannot see where Nora is now because of yeah. how it went up and around. Because I'm just wondering if um. If it's, I know Potentia has some tricks up her sleeve, but maybe I can just look at her and say, hey, maybe you should go next because if you fall, I've got feather falling and I can stop you. Just climb it and look over the edge for when I climb back up. Okay. All right. I can do that. Um, She looks like she's going to argue for a second and then nods and then like um, turns around and, um, and starts climbing. All right. Give me your check. All right. Here we go. 14. You're making your way out mm-hmm. and using the rope to assist you. Did you loop your way through the rope the way Nora did? Um, I reckon she probably tied it across her chest. Okay. Uh, and you get to that spot where Nora had some difficulty and I, like you're like, okay, that looks like the spot that she was having trouble with. I'm mm-hmm. just going to reach over here and another piece of wood comes, comes off. off and you and you fall. All right. Your loop holds. Yep. Oh, yeah. just basically I was rolling it. I said it at 95. Yeah. Um, I rolled a 94. <gasps> uh, so that was like one percentage dice point away from Meredith just falling. Yeah. You have a feather fall, so it wouldn't be the worst thing. No, but then you would have had to make the whole way back up. Yeah. Okay. So. Give me another acrobatics to climb your way up the last 20 feet. Yeah. That is 18. Yes. You manage to make your way up onto the surface of the table. Woo! Oh my gosh, that one was hard. Yeah, that's uh, the rope very helpful. Yeah. Kind of gets your heart pumping, doesn't it? Well, especially when you fall twice. Yeah, a little bit. Almost fall twice. Yeah. Woof. Um... So uh, potential's next. Okay. So what I would like to do um, is call up to one or both of them. Mm-hmm. What I would like to get them to do, and I don't know if this is one of those things where I, again, sorry, I'm bending some, I'm trying to bend some rules, but also not because I'm trying to do it right and not cheat. Um, <laughs> benign transposition. It says unoccupied place I can see. If, for example, uh, Nora or Meredith was lying down with their heads sticking out over the edge of the... The table, yeah. And they told me that next to them 
on the table itself was empty. What? Because I'm willing to climb further than I need to to be able to pop an extra, like, two feet past where I'm supposed to. Mm. Mm-hmm. See, the issue is it's it's the line where you can see. Yes, but my, my question is, can I... It's that thing of, arguably, if someone tells you that something's behind a door, it's, it's the... Gesticulating wildly, that thing of like <laughs> knowing there's nothing there versus yeah. like it, at what point is knowing seeing? Mm. Yeah. Ooh, that's a very philosophical question. I mean, when you um, when you cast teleport, you can you can teleport to a place you haven't physically been to or seen. There are just potentially consequences. Yes, but both of the options that I have for getting there benign transportation and misty step both say spaces i can see if someone physically told me that i could get there like there's there's nothing there like i'm not going to teleport into a wall Mm. Mm -hmm. that's my question yeah so it's it's the difference of being able to physically see it yeah and it's so that's and if someone's lying down and saying right next to me is clear does that count Mm. essentially as someone else's mind i think i think no I think you have to see it. What if the, if? If, the, if the wording is like currently you can see the edge of the the table. Like if, if Nora or Meredith leaned out, you could see their head and then you could like teleport to yeah. their head and shoulder. Like, yeah. And then we could reach out and grab her. That is an option. Um, if we had some kind of complicated mirror setup, and then you could see around a corner, that is when the, can I see, I would, Probably give it to you. Can I call out to them and find out if either of them got a mirror in their pocket? I don't. And just because I gave it to you, Nora doesn't either. It's too easy. Meanwhile, Harold's just watching this on the ground. Mm. Oh, better idea. I'm going to call down. Hey, Harold. <laughs> you know what I can do? <laughs> I can swap places with a small or medium creature within range. <laughs> Using for nitrate's position. And if he a spider... Can do this. I see. So, um, she's gonna call down and tell him to come up before she goes anywhere. Cool. All right. Um. Uh. Okay. I- I'm assuming you have a-, a plan in mind or something. Well, you certainly can't do anything from there to help. Yes. The conversation over like sixty feet. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So I'll turn into a spider. Mm-hmm. Probably the largest one I can, I suppose. I mean, and you can turn into some pretty big spiders. Um, uh, yeah, and just climb up the table leg using spider climb, which is awesome. Just to make sure that I know what the walking speed is. I'm probably, sh- I'm sure it's like 30 feet. So 30 scaled feet, mm-hmm. but um, 40 feet climbing speed, actually. So the scary thing is what probably took uh, what probably took you folks like 10 minutes. minutes takes me about 30 seconds of just like <laughs> you basically turn into like a huntsman like a wolf spider yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like yeah actually like a, a giant wolf spider is a medium beast so I would be person sized in 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 our you know 
Okay, this scale. is just giving me flashbacks to last Sunday when I walked into the bathroom at work and there was a giant huntsman sitting on the mirror, like directly. This in front is of the me. Australian D and D content. There it is. <laughs> um, okay. I hate him so much. Oh my god. There are so many spiders so, in our D and D. Yeah, I know. Like <laughs> huntsmen are so good for the environment, and I love them when they're outside. But when they're in my environment, not okay. I mean, my personal preference is to imagine uh, Harold turns into a peacock spider. <laughs> Yes! Because it's the appropriate amount of ponce. Yes! But- <laughs> See those gifts where they put like sombreros and maracas in their hair? Joe, you oh need to gosh. come to Perth and you need to come to the museum because I have to show you an exhibition. I have to show you an exhibit. That's so good! I love peacock spiders. Anyway. All right, so Harold, you turn into a spider and you just walk your way up this table leg. Um, yeah. It is. There is probably a moment of panic when Nora and Meredith see a person sized spider just come up over the edge. Yeah, and then Meredith goes, Ah, oh, hey, Harold. <laughs> After like the momentary shock. Is there something that like sets apart all of Harold's wild shapes? Like, does he have like everything that he turns into looks sort of like him? Nah, not really. No? Like, you, you just turn into the thing, essentially. Okay. Um, I still like to think that Meredith would recognise him, though. I mean, possibly possibly something that could have coloured fur. Like, if I turned into, like, uh, some giant leopard or something, it would probably be, like, blonde, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, Harold the wolf spider emerges up onto the surface of the coffee table... And after Nora and I go, Huh. <laughs> oh, wait, that's yep. probably Harold. Hang on. <laughs> Seen this before. We're fine. Harold, can you wave your foot over the edge, please? <laughs> I need to know where he is. You've got eight of them, Harold. Pick one. Pick one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've uh, got eight yeah, of I'll them. I'll do that. Pick one. Cool. Um, Potentia is going to climb. My guess is probably needs to be like 11 feet. And then swap spots <laughs> with Harold. Uh, you don't have to want to do it. I d- just get to do it. <laughs> we're, we're friends, right? No, yep. no. Like, Teleport. legitimately, it, it says, on a willing creature, you do have to be willing to do it. Damn it. I was really hoping you wouldn't say willing. What? So, Harold. So, he has to be willing like, to swap ah! spots with me. Basically, he has to be willing to swap spots. Harold, are you, are you willing? Also, I'll get like a, uh, we'll call it a, an easy, like a 10 for this first little bit of potential. Uh, 19 plus dex, so more yeah, than enough. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. So yeah, when you get there, I'd probably say, uh, well, what, what's the plan? Can you speak as a spider? Well, maybe I can't. I can message but Yeah, him. I actually, yeah, that's Oh yeah, you could, you could message, yeah. Um, can we just swap spots so I don't have to do this ridiculously dangerous final climb bit? Ah, yeah, very smart. Um, yes, just uh, just make sure you hold on tight. I don't want to sort of appear in thin air and then find myself falling. Um, I know that spiders can drop quite a distance, uh, you know, but I'd rather not have to climb again. She's going to do that thing where you, you know, um, how sm- small kids like wrap their feet in rope when they're climbing rope. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, corkscrew yeah, like corkscrews her feet into the rope. And then uses um, benign transposition to swap spots with Spider Harold. Mm. 
who now has four legs tangled up in in rope. I yeah, guess. I, I uh, give me. We've we've established teleporting onto a vertical surface, or a, in this case, underside of a horizontal Please. surface requires on, a dexterity on. saving sorry, my, throw. My image was no, no, not 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 you, Potentia, Harold, Harold being teleported ah. as a spider. Um, I'm gonna. You've got eight legs, and you're a spider. So take your dexterity saving throw at advantage. Nineteen. Yeah, easy. Uh, Potential must have been holding onto the rope quite tightly. You are a spider. You have multiple legs. Um, you've got this. It, it is a bit of a shock moment of like, oh, I'm upside down now. Grab. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, no problem. And you can make your way up onto the surface of the coffee table. Great. Um, which I imagine looks quite strange given your scale, this uh, like impossibly large flat surface, mm. uh, which the, I imagine like the top of your coffee table would be the polished part of your coffee table more than anything else. So it would be uh, have a bit of a reflection to it and just look. Uh, I imagine sort of like a, a wood-coloured piece of glass or ice, like mm. a, a frozen lake, but made of wood. Yeah. Uh, the the large cardboard box um, looming in the distance slightly, your uh, glasses of, of drink you had earlier sitting nicely on their coasters. Uh, and as you are standing on this coffee table admiring the landscape, you hear something. 